Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 84 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Hey, uh, Miss Alicia Richardson. Um, I'm the founder of Black Create Connect. Thank you for having me, Juliana. You're welcome. All this time, I've been calling you the wrong name, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm used to it. I've got Alice, I've got Alicia, I've got all sorts, but yeah, at least you know my name now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so wonderful to have you. Thank you so much for um, coming on the pod today. No worries. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Tell us um, more about who you are, what you're interested in and what Black Create Connect is all about. Cool. So a little bit about myself. Um, So I'm obviously Alicia. I am the founder of Black Create Connect, but full time, I'm actually a lead diversity, equity and inclusion consultant at a company called Synced, which is like a talent embedded business. So that's, um, I guess me, I also have my own podcast, Black Create Connect, where I interview um, black professionals and entrepreneurs as well. So that's almost like a hobby slash business support um, initiative that I'm doing. And some of my interests, what am I interested in? Anything to do with food and culture. So that might be going to events, concerts, love a comedy show. Um, I love hosting friends at my house and just hanging out and just having, you know, those long, deep conversations that you have yeah. like deep ones. I love having those um, on a regular basis with, with some of my friends, going out to eat, traveling as well, seeing new countries and places. So that's a bit about me and my interest. And in regards to Black Create Connect, so what is it? I get that question all the time, um, expectedly because it is new. So just to give you all context, Black Create Connect, it started about two years ago, so 2020, as um, a WhatsApp group chat. Now, my background is recruitment, and um, I just noticed that there was a lack of black professionals on my LinkedIn search one day. And I was mm-hmm. like, and I, th- I think it was for like a project manager role. And um, I don't know about you, Juliana, do you know many project managers at all? Like black um, I'm going to say no. Of oh, my okay, well, yeah. from my knowledge, there's a lot out there. But in this search, there wasn't many coming up. So what I did is um, I've done a call out and I said, if there's any black professionals in general that would like to join a chat, um, let me know, a WhatsApp group chat, and then I can share jobs and opportunities. Um, and that's literally what the purpose was for initially. So I saw it, it grow um, quite quickly. Um, it actually got full last year. And then thank goodness WhatsApp opened up the doors again so we're now at 452 people in the chat but I saw that I was hiring loads of people from there other people were getting jobs or messaging me and saying oh this person got a job from your network this person connected and now they're doing this project with this person and I thought you know what there's so much power in community and connecting each other and helping each other to realize um, I guess our own potentials and also there's power in connecting you to employers and I think that's what my expertise was and there was many other recruiters helping in, in the space too so what it is today and um, we do events so we've had about three events this year purpose of events is for not just black professionals but also allies to come together and to just share share your experiences and talk about opportunities and see what kind of comes off actually meeting I find that when you meet people in person in authentic 
casual environments, you're you're more yourself, you're more relaxed, mm-hmm. and um, there's much more scope for you know something bigger to happen later on. And I've seen that. And then also we have a job board as well that's recently come out. So that is simply for those that are looking for jobs. And we also have partnerships with companies. Um, so for example, um, Access VFX, Four Communications, Synced, Future Heads, mm-hmm. and some other companies, APA, and um, where they want to have a wider reach. We work with them. And also we're looking at building out offerings for next year, such as mentorship, more workshop sessions, more learning, just so we can upskill black professionals and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But that's us. We've obviously got the podcast as well. Um, and I hope that gives you like a, a summary of who we are. Thank you for giving us that intro. I guess I'm literally just going to segue into the question which I ask um, all my guests, pretty much the premise of this podcast is about names. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you, what name are you bringing to the podcast today and why? Oh, do you know what? I'm going to use my first name. Um, my, my first name is um, Alicia, obviously, because I've said that a couple of times. <laughs> um, so that's the name I'm, I'm, I'm bringing here. It's not anything too traditional or fancy, but I like the meaning of it. So I'm going to use it today. And do you know the story? Actually, let's talk about the meaning of it. What does it mean? So the meaning of my name um, is to be noble natured. And I feel like that kind of is how I am in general, just to be noble um, and, and basically be kind. That's that's the meaning of my name, and I feel like I'm hope I hope I'm I'm fulfilling the meaning of my name. <laughs> I hope so. Have you always known the meaning of your name? Uh, no, I only looked it up because of this podcast, and I thought, Do you know what? Oh, really? Out of curiosity, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just kind of. I mean, when I ask my parents why do they call me Alicia, they say um they just literally say oh because um my Clive and Alison and they just try to merge the two. <laughs> And that, and that was it. There was no, there was no deeper thought. I mean, I don't, I don't think my parents are deep name thinkers, to be honest, because they let me name my two younger sisters as well, like when I was young. So, oh wow! But, but yeah, I looked it up and I thought, okay, this name has meaning. So. What was your method for naming your two younger siblings? <laughs> I literally just chose names that I liked. So I was like, yeah, Shante sounds nice, mummy. You should call one Shante. And she was like, okay, I like that. And the next one was Maya. <laughs> that, was, that was it. But I know that they got their middle name. So one of them got their middle name from, um, I don't know if you remember, back in the day, there was this um, show called Pop Idol. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was one artist called Janine, and my mom just really liked her character, and she could sing really well, and we really wanted her to make it. So she made Shantae's middle name Janine because she just liked her. My other sister Simone, my mom called her that because she met a lady at the hospital that was called Simone, and she really liked her, so she called her daughter that as well. So (laughs) (laughs) there's no deep meaning. It's just if you like the energy of someone, you want to carry on in your children, and that was that was it. I mean, we talk more about like, obviously the meaning, we talk about the story actually really and like how people view names and like you say your parents aren't really deep about it, but I find that it's quite precious that um, your mum named your sisters after those two people that she was fond of. But I just wanted to ask you, like, what do you think of names? Like, what are your views on names in general? Do you know what? I'm a bit more deep with names than my parents. So like when I have 
my children, I've decided to, <laughs> God bless my husband, whoever he is. Um, <laughs> I hope he doesn't ruin this idea for me. But I've decided to call my children names of cities that I've had a really positive memory in, which could be wild because they could come with the name like Dubai or Marrakesh, <laughs> but, but, but I'll, I'll make them nice. So that's why, I mean, it's affiliated with traveling. And I feel like whenever I travel, if I really, really resonate with the culture, the people, my experience. I want that to be embedded into my life forever. So as well as getting a tattoo, I always get a tattoo wherever I go. I'll probably call my children named after cities. I mean, I come from Jamaica, so mm. my last name's Richardson. There, there's no deep meaning for that day apart from the fact that it probably came from a slave slave owner so i want to create my own meanings for for my children's my children's names that's my theory so that's how mm-hmm. i feel about names okay that's really interesting what you just shared about that legacy of um slavery in jamaica being jamaican mm. do you ever have like a not a not a craving or is there ever an element of oh like i wonder where where my family links are it's a good question you know um yes and no yes and no so the yes side of me i'm just curious for for many things right my mind can spiral into so many different directions i look Mm -hmm. at my dad's side of the family i just wonder how they how my family on my dad's side how they got to where they were through slavery and i do wonder okay i wonder how my family got there, like my grandparents got there. Cause I'm sure that even if they weren't slaves, maybe their parents were. But then the no side of me is like, my culture is what it is from what I've been taught and from what I can see. And that is our amazing food and, you know, being so family orientated and sometimes singing together for hours in the front room with all my cousins and aunties. And, you know, like, the, like my, my culture has been created based on what they know their culture to be. And I just, I take it for what it is. I don't think, mm-hmm. I don't often think too deep into it. I'm just grateful for what it is today. So mm-hmm. that's the two sides of the coin that I can express. I feel like, you know, when you're with family, like those are when sometimes spontaneously, I mean, you've spoken earlier about loving like deep conversations on a daily. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering, um, do those kind of stories get spoken about like language culture names so do you know what was interesting that i didn't mention um about our culture with names especially is that people make up completely different names to what you're actually called so for example even though my dad's known as clive to everyone he didn't actually find out his real name until he was 15 so his real name is barrington but no one calls him that and all of my uncles every single one of them <laughs> and a lot of my cousins have completely different names we call them pet names the only pet name that i've i've been given by some of my cousins is like doll like like d-o-l-l doll because i look like a doll when i was younger i have my cousin that calls me that to this day like hey doll and i'm like hi but everyone more or less calls me alicia but in our family and i think it's you know jamaican culture anyway we just call each other what what we think the person looks like everyone just kind of says what they think you should be called (laughs) that is the culture in jamaica um, or in my family at least anyway and even a a lot of names are associated with personality traits right so Mm. i've got uncle called uncle foodie and it sounds crazy to call uncle uncle foodie but that's literally all i've known him for i don't even know what his real name is like i know like, <laughs> when, like when i don't i have no idea i couldn't tell you um 
I, I've, I've known him from young. Alicia, this is your Uncle Foodie. Hi, Uncle Foodie. And of course, you can probably all guess he loves food. <laughs> a bit of insight. Wow. Uh, decided and discussed in our family. <laughs> no, I love that saying. Well, the Uncle Foodie is getting me because that's just so <laughs> brilliant. I've heard, because I've heard of that before. Like I've heard of people talk about pet names. We had Sky back in like maybe first seasons. She's from mm. that Jamaican heritage and she was talking about oh. that pet names. Like you mentioned about giving your kids these names that represent the cities that you travel to. But will you continue this, um, this um, pet name in a way, tradition? Well, I kind of do. So like my sister Shantae, I don't even call her Shantae. I call her Punji. Um, the reason the reason why I call her Punji is because she's so cute, even though she's tw- she's twenty now, going on twenty one. But she 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 just got she's got these like cheeks that I have to kiss all the time. She hates it. She's like, don't kiss me, I'm a big woman. But so I think yeah, if I know mm. that they got they have a habit of always running like all the time, I'd be like, all right, sprinter. Like you know, whatever you, mm. that's that's what you like to. So yeah, so I've, I think I will. Um, but regardless of what I do, I know for a fact my family will be making up names for my children. So that's neither here nor there. I have no decision on that. They're just going to call them <laughs> what they like. Tag names. Did you have that back in the day? Like- yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness! I remember the first time. I'm trying to remember what my um. But my first allocation was if she is listening to this Shanice I remember this when I was in year 8 and you was in year 9 and she came up to me and she was like do you want to be my, my, my younger I was like oh my gosh totally yes <laughs> of course and she was like okay so from now on you're younger Shiza and I was like okay <laughs> I remember I was, I was like, okay, I'm younger Shiza. That's, I remember I started to to get um so like whenever she got recruited for something else, so she was like younger sister this, she was like, Okay, you're now younger, younger sister this, okay? And this. <laughs> and then I remember some of my some of my friends, um, I never forget my friend Ray, Shia Ray, Ray Styley. His name was Little Styley, and I was always Sister Little Styley. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to create, I think in like maybe year nine, I was like, I'm going to create my own family. I'm going to have my <laughs> own name. And because I was quite religious, I grew up, grew up in the church, Seventh-day Adventist, I grew up. So I thought, I can't have any name like Bad Girl, and I can't have any of those names just in case my parents have to approve. So I thought, I'm going to call myself Blessed Kid, which... <laughs> Which was, uh, I even wrote graffiti on my t-shirt, like, bless kids. And that name, the reason why I thought of that name is because I thought, do you know what? I want to always be blessed, first of all. Mm-hmm. And I always want to bless others. That was always my, always my nature from school days. Like, whatever I do, it needs to come as a blessing. I don't want to put no curse on anybody. And I don't want to receive any in Jesus' name. So... I so, so, um, so yeah, I literally just thought, yeah, I call myself blessed kid. And I, obviously the kid came from, I'm a kid. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think of other, other names. Um, but if that was a thing, I remember, um, tag names. Did you have tag yeah. names as well? Yeah. I feel oh, like it must've oh. been a London thing, but Definitely. I don't know if I had an older. <laughs> I don't think I had an older maybe like I just created my own name I can't really remember but actually I'm so embarrassed to say what it was say it I'm thinking, say it, of, it, it. I'm thinking of my MSN name and it was like some, oh so cringe Deptford Gyal oh you're, de- you're in Deptford <laughs> 
that is dangerous. Your whole, your, your whole area. <laughs> and then Gyal, the G Y A L. Just saying, it's funny how like things that happen in the playground growing up, they're almost like, I don't know, like I'm assuming you grew up in London, but this thing of tag yeah. names, I don't know where they came from, but it was a thing. <sighs> I think it was a sense of belonging as well. Like, I think when you had the families, like for me, how I saw it was that I have someone that has my back. So if there's any problems, it's like an unofficial street mentor. Not that I need mm. it, but I don't have any older siblings. And so to have olders that looked out for me and said, you know what, I'm taking you under my wing, you're my younger, that there was a sense of family there. And then when you got to a position to have your own name and own family, because I recruited people myself and I just went around and said, okay, you're cool, you're cool. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look after you and make sure you're good. And they actually, mm. when I think about um, how it plays out in school, my youngest actually came to me and was like, I'm having this problem. Can you help me with it? Do you have any advice on this? Um, and I think that's where the government call it gangs. But I actually think that the nonviolent groups that were like, that existed, that was their sense of just extended, you know, people mm. on for support their tribe. And I think that's, I'm all about tribe and community, as you can probably tell. And I think it's so important to have people around you that can be mentors in different areas. You don't need to have one friend that can teach you everything. You can have one person that helps you with relationships, one person that can help you with spiritual stuff, one person that can help you with business, academics, whatever it is. And that's you building your tribe. And it means you're not accepting too much from one person. You've got a, a network of people to help you. So that's, so I actually think it, it was a good thing. I can definitely see how it's played out in what you do like today with Black Create Connect. But yeah, can you talk to me about just your journey of like recognizing the value of mentorship? When I was in school, I start from school days, I used to just do whatever I wanted to. My parents will say, go left, I would go up. My parents would be like, no, Alicia, I don't like this. I'll do whatever I wanted. And my friends actually thought I was wild for it. They were like, listen, this is, you're moving mad. And the things that I would do is, you know, not crazy things, but bunking school, you know, not doing the courses that my dad asked me to do, or, you know, mm. just going out, sneaking out, just, just, just doing whatever I wanted to do. But I remember when I was 18, um, I moved out of my parents' home because I was too unruly. So they told me to get out of the place. And um, <laughs> I remember... I had indirect mentors then and without those people, I, I wouldn't have been as grounded. So yes, my parents are great mentors, but um, you can't just rely on your parents because sometimes there's children like myself that just think parents are out to make your life a living, boring place, you know? And that's what I thought at the time. I thought my parents just want me to be, be bored. So no. However, there were voices. So I had Uncle Tony, I had Tasha, I had Charlene. All these people that I remember were mentors to me, life mentors. So if there's anything I wanted to talk about, you know, whether it's next steps in my career, they'll just listen to me and they'll just advise me. Because I respected their opinion and their, and where they were, I would listen to them. Um, mm. And because they had good relationships with my parents as well it actually worked in my parents favor to have them as my life mentors so that's when I first started to see it. and then when I was in university and I realized actually 
there's certain things that I'm not great at and there's areas for the improvement I remember and I became really close with um, Bev who I still speak to today so she was like a, she doesn't know this but she was a massive she had a massive impact because she taught me how to be fearless to this day she's actually a mentor for me and she doesn't realise mm-hmm. it because mm-hmm. she's always doing something that inspires me um, and that makes me think ah oh, do you know what she's doing that and I, I always ask her any questions and she's not someone that holds all the information to herself she'll, she'll give it and so that's so I guess it's in, in my um, education years so like from 18 plus I started to realise um, as, as time kind of went on and I started to face some difficulties at work I realised the importance of having work mentors especially in my current role um, my current boss um, the director Jared Chris he's a mentor for me because he's teaching me new ways of approaching commercial things business things I feel like you can never be old to have mentors yourself I've got a business mentor who's making me see things from a completely different perspective and really helping to shed like shed some light as to what I should be focusing on and how I should be executing it you need that guidance and likewise on the flip side I'm also a mentor so I'm a mentor for um, this company called Roots Inspire and I realised that actually it's important for me to pass on the information that I know people are feeding into me and helping me I can then develop others if I didn't have any mentors I wouldn't be where I am today and again mm-hmm. they do not have to be official mentors that you have to have a weekly session with no think about people that are in your life that are really inspirational it could be an auntie a cousin someone that you work with ask some ask questions remain curious um, and like myself there's probably people that I mentor that I don't even know that I mentor right From even from, from a distance someone that might listen to mm-hmm. my podcast might hear things that we speak about and what I say from this podcast someone might say actually I've learned a couple things from that so I think mentorship isn't as official as it it sounds you just have to be alert be curious and take what you can from all situations and, and pass on everything you can I remind people that no one can duplicate you right so you could be uh-huh. doing something if you share that knowledge doesn't mean that person's going to do it exactly how you're doing it and if they're doing something that's great it just increases i guess the need for whatever it is that you're doing because they're doing it too like mm. there's no point in hiding information you're not going to be worse off you know you're just helping you're spreading information you're spreading knowledge so that's that's my theory on giving mentorship as well so yeah um, absolutely journey. I hope that answers your question accurately it actually does and it made me think like I always say that like failure is one of the best mentors as well like 100 100 like, just embracing yeah you learn so much from it yeah but um yeah I'm so for everything you just shared about like giving mentorship and being open to receiving mentorship as well so yeah, yeah. thank you for sharing that part of your journey It seems like um, the meaning of your name, Noble Natured, you seem to like somehow embody what that is, this thing of kindness, not only in your professional, but also in your personal life. But I just wanted to ask you if there was a final comment that you could make about your name or names in general, what would it be? So names are really important because it's how people remember you predominantly. Over, over anything. I would say your character and your name is heavily linked together, as I've clearly said. So remember that even if you meet someone for one second, two seconds, if you're sharing your name with someone virtually, in person, remember to be a good character in whatever you're doing, whatever it is. Even if you're frustrated, you want to have a lasting impact because someone's going to affiliate that action with your name as well. So 
that's what I would say. Remember that your name carries weight and it links so heavily to your character. So just remain a good person in whatever you do. Try to do things with a pure heart because people will link that to your name. And when you, sorry, just add on to that, in the theory of just networking and connecting, there's so many times that you may come up in a conversation and you don't even know. Someone might say, oh, have you heard heard about Mm. Juliana? Mm, I came across her once and, you know, Mm. um, she was, she came across a bit standoffish. That's that and that's what your name links. And the Wi-Fi wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, like, it could be like, oh, oh, you know what? She's really, she's really cool, really down to earth. She's she's a good listener. That's what I associate her with. And that's what that name would have would be attached to so all the Alicia's out there represent please because <laughs> we don't want any bad affiliation with the name Alicia you know so that's that's my kind of um, my final words on that and representation oh yeah I love that so much <laughs> thank you so much for sharing today Alicia it's been so great to hear from you no worries no worries again thank you so much for having me um, I really appreciate the opportunity to share I guess my journey and have me you know I love revisiting memories so this really yeah. had me visualising exactly when I was on the playground assigned to be a young girl and when I was <laughs> when I was like running the street saying no I don't want to listen to my parents and I was totally saying you see you know uh-huh. remember that, you know this is the way this is your life and you're making this you know all these different things that I don't really think about on a day-to-day basis it's nice to reflect on it and talk about it openly so thank you thank you so much thank you no worries for people who want to like know more about what you do i guess mentorship with roots and um black create connect where can they find you where should they go sure so with my instagram it is a l i c i a and then my middle name which is latoya l-a-t-o-y-a and then ldn and then on linkedin it is alicia Richardson um, if you want to email me if you have any questions if you want to talk about mentorship um, or anything just email me alicia at blackcreateconnect.co.uk blackcreateconnect is spelled exactly how the words are there's no fancy spellings no backwards d's <laughs> or like, nothing, like, nothing, nothing at all and on socials on tiktok instagram and linkedin black create connect and we've got a website so subscribe not to miss out on future events and workshops and networking opportunities um it's blackcreateconnect.co.uk create your account there's resources available um also when you create an account on the back end that you can use for like yourself like personal branding career stuff so yeah connect up and i'm looking forward to connecting with you all yeah thank you so much alicia thank you thank you so much take care everyone thank you for listening to the no shame in my name podcast until the next time bye forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods